You're listening to Once, episode 79, Tiny Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast about ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time and brought to you in part by Simul TV. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. We just finished watching this episode, Tiny, and it wasn't a tiny episode at all. You know, I thought knowing the title and knowing that the giant would be in this episode, I thought Tiny was just a play on words. Like, we're tiny to the giant. Oh. Or that maybe Jack was going to be considered tiny or called tiny in some way. Tiny is just such a great name for anyone who's not tiny. (laughs) But, uh, you know, one thing, thinking about tiny, in the episode Tallahassee, when they first met the giant, they said that they called this giant the fiercest of them all. But actually, he was the smallest of them all. You know, fiercest smallest same difference it's easy to mix up it was fierce to the humans because humans were fierce to him yeah and the way legend goes he was the only giant left so probably and he killed um, jack so who was a girl yeah (laughs) now woman this this will sound creepy (laughs) but now i want to go back and look at the bones that we saw the skeleton (laughs) that is creepy in tallahassee and see was that a female um uh, pelvic bone or was that a male pelvic bone that's awkward because i that's the only indication right you just want to get basic anatomy and bone structure right here but well but how can you tell them apart if they're not laying next to like the two just, genders just laying next to anatomy. each other. Then again, they may have never <laughs> shown that part. Uh, so th- they might not have given away. Count her ribs. Just-, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's a myth. <laughs> Jackson. But uh, this was a cool podcast, a cool episode. <laughs> yeah, the Jack thing. Do you think Jack is also Alice? It occurred to me. I don't know. I hope not. I don't think so, because she referred to a wise old woman who gave her the mushroom. But she also referred to having killed a Jabberwock, or Jabberwocky, yeah. as many other people say. But that doesn't make her Alice. That's true. Because certainly we've seen Aurora was put to sleep, but she wasn't the original Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. So, yeah, the writers have taken twists and turns on this. Artistic liberty. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, by the way, speaking of twists and turns, our episode will be a bit twisty and turny because these are just our initial reactions. We just saw the episode, came down here 15 minutes after. We do this every Sunday night at 9.15 Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus 5, over at com slash live. So make sure that you also send us your feedback for our upcoming full discussion, which will be on Wednesday. We do it every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus 5, at that same address, com slash live. So we'll have our full discussion. We'll look at screenshots. We'll look at subtitles. We'll look at certain things and share so much of that with you and share your feedback with everyone else as well. So check that out Wednesdays at 8.30 Eastern. 
Josephine in the chat room just pointed out something pretty smart. She said there could have been multiple Jabberwockies. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, you know, where the Jabberwocky come from had come from another Jabberwocky, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. There's there's no reason to think there was only one. So, yeah, that's entirely reasonable. Mm-hmm. Or she could have been lying that she killed a Jabberwocky. I doubt she was lying. Me? She was pretty excited about slaying something huge. <laughs> Did she? Jabberwocky say... and giants. Jabberwockies and giants are huge. That's awesome. She said she slayed the Jabberwocky to King George, right? Uh, I, I believe that's when she said it. So it doesn't make as much sense that she'd be in her lying mode yet. I thought she said it to the giant tiny. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure this out Anton. more. And just in case anyone's wondering, Jabberwocky is from a kind of Alice in Wonderland sequel, which was called Into the Looking Glass. I believe through, through the looking into I forget. Uh, one no, of those I feel stupid, but um, <laughs> the recent Tim Burton Disney movie, Alice in Wonderland is more based on that one. And that's where the Jabberwocky in there is slain it's by Alice in that story. So check that out. It's a great movie too. And as you it's can tell, favorite. Jenny loves it. It's called through the looking glass, <laughs> through the looking glass. Thank you, chat room. And thank favorite. you, Jeremy. Love it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> several things, and again, we will be all over the place on talking about stuff in this episode. Jeremy, I want to ask you, what's up with expose in the hospital room when Belle was watching on TV? You don't remember? No. So tell me about that. Expose is from Lost. How? It was a TV show that is not real, but it was real in the world of Lost. And two characters that were kind of, dare I say, filler characters named Nikki and Paolo... <laughs> We're connected to it because Nikki was an actress before landing on the island, and she was in that show. Oh, okay. And they I, had I one that. episode that f- featured those two characters, and they spent some time on the set of Expose, and before it was revealed that Jack was Jack, <laughs> I thought... Hmm. So these two are kind of the Nikki and Paolo once upon a time. <laughs> They're kind of random. But I, I saw someone mentioning Nikki and Paolo in the chat room during the episode. And I thought, what could have been me? What's this got to do with anything right now? But uh, thank you for making that connection. When it, I heard it, I thought there's got to be something to that. But I saw you fervently typing out notes then, and I thought Jeremy's going to know. It's probably lost something. It was. There were there were actually a lot of lost references in this, and we probably won't know all of them until we go back and rewatch and see what other people say. One of the others, our listener, Sarah or Phoenix 93 or 83 or something three in the chat room pointed out that Damon Lindelof was the voice of the airline pilot at the end. Was he? Yes. (laughs) And now did he not say it was a Jira airlines? I don't remember, but I think he did. I want to, I wasn't paying too close attention to flight number. And even did he say they're going to New York? I, didn't re- quite remember that. Uh, I, I didn't was, catch that stuff. I was stuck on a Jira. The I, chat room is oh, confirming okay. that. <laughs> I was focused on what is Mr. Gold doing right now and trying to figure that out. But oh, that's why these are initial reactions. Speaking of Mr. Gold, he looked like he was forgetting. Yeah. Whenever he took his little talisman off, he looked like he was forgetting. Almost I'm, more than forgetting, though. Like, how so? He looked sick not just like he forgot who he was or what he was doing he seemed sick like he almost collapsed hmm. well it was almost like it was coming over him slowly hmm. yeah like like it was wearing off or oh. something was wearing off 
Yeah. Could be. Eek. So it remains to be seen whether he's just feeling vulnerable now mm-hmm. or he or there's something else wrong. I was really proud of Emma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's she's there to help him and he's he's really testy right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think from this episode I think we get the idea that his plan was to leave Storybrooke, but now he realizes he doesn't have magic outside Storybrooke. Yeah, because he tried to heal himself in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I can't figure out how he didn't realize that was going to be the case. Well, some uh, very observant listeners have sent this feedback before to point out that when he threw the fireball or was about to throw the fireball at Hook, Rumpel or Gold stepped back into Storybrooke across the line before he started the fireball. Hmm. Now, some had thought maybe he did that intentionally. Some thought maybe it was just a coincidence. And now we know it was just coincidence that that happened. Um, but that was the first hint there that maybe magic only works inside of Storybrooke. I think, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that because he released magic into Storybrooke mm-hmm. and there still is a barrier. So I think the magic is contained within Storybrooke. Yeah. At least his magic Maybe Emma's magic isn't. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's one to figure out. You know, that's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Listeners, what do you think about this? We do want to receive your feedback for our upcoming full discussion. Email feedback at com, or pick up the phone and call our voicemail line 24 hours a day, 903-231-2221. Or you can also go to onespodcast.com and click on the send a voice message link to record a message from your computer and soon from your iPhone as well. And uh, I want to thank our sponsor for this episode of Once Podcast, Simul TV. They've got this amazing service. You've got to check them out. It's been a few weeks since I've mentioned them, but you got to check them out. Simul TV provides a service that I think we all want. You know what it was like to watch the Super Bowl recently? Well, I watched it for the commercials. But whether you watch it for the commercials or for the sports, don't you love watching it with friends and family? Well, what if they can't be there to watch it with you? What if you want to pick up the phone and keep telling them, hey, did you see that move or did you see that commercial or did you see that the power go out and all of this and talk back and forth while all of this is happening? Whether it be sports or commercials or TV shows or movies or a shopping channel or anything like that, Simul TV provides a service that allows you to finally do this. It's like watching TV with your friends and family in the same room with you. The way it works is anything that has a web browser can load this live television show or movie or uh, sports, and then you get picture in picture of your friends and family watching with you. So you can see their reactions. They can see your reactions. You can smack talk each other as you're watching your teams play against each other. You can share in your awe and amazement, share theories during the commercial breaks, whatever. It is an awesome service that can connect friends and family over the entertainment we all enjoy. So you've got to check this out. Go to oncepodcast.com slash simultv. That's S-I-M-U-L-T-V. That's oncepodcast.com slash simultv to sign up for the free trial and more content is being added every day with especially a focus on family-friendly content. So I really think you'll love this service and connects people in so many ways over so much great content. So check it out at oncepodcast.com slash S-I-M-U-L-T-V. Simultv, experience the next evolution in entertainment by going to oncepodcast.com slash S-I-M 
ULTV. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> Thank you, Simon TV, for your support. Thank you. They're awesome. Yes, they are. They've got a great service. Great guys, too. Met them, know them by name, creators. You know what I'm wondering? <laughs> what? Why, why would Emma let gold drive across the town line? <laughs> I mean, she's got her son in the car. She's got car. herself in the car. Why would she let him drive across the town line if there was any question? A different town line than he wanted to cross before, apparently. Yeah. It's like, you know, I have bad memories of that other exit of town. I'm just going to go a different way and loop back around. What do you mean? <laughs> well, you know, the whole shooting bell incident. Yeah, this exit was a different exit. At oh. least it looked... Yeah, there it, were no it definitely trees. was different. Mm-hmm. This was more like in a field, but there was still a line painted. Now, maybe the dwarves just... Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. They showed them crossing the line. Okay. So, maybe the dwarves just went and painted the lines everywhere. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be a very thorough guard if they didn't cover all the exits. (laughs) So, uh, There were supposed to be guards. Still? Who was Mm. guarding? Who was guarding the... I think it was guarding the mines is what they were supposed to do. No, it was oh, Grumpy said that somebody was guarding the town lines. I think that was because of a specific incident. Oh, yeah, it was when they were looking for Bell. Oh. I think they said um, they've got dwarves guarding the town lines to make sure no one takes Bell across. Was it dwarves or oh. some other creature? I, I don't remember, but I think it was specific to that incident. Okay. Um, but, Irrelevant now, right? <laughs> But I, I was wondering if maybe Gold would do something funny, like while he's driving, suddenly say, where are we? Why are we driving? And they're like, ah, oh, kidding. <laughs> that would have been great. Good maybe, comic relief. Maybe in the bloopers, that'd be a great blooper. <laughs> then see Emma and Henry screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. Mr. Gold like, who are you? If that blooper doesn't exist, please record it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great one. <laughs> Oh, something else that was funny. I just kept tripping out over the giant running into the power lines. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Daniel was literally shushing me. Well, yeah, because at that same moment, we got confirmation to a theory that we guessed right. David is David's real name. James. No, David. Or, the, James was the fake. Uh, the real James was no, King George's he, he adopted son. No, he saying, James is my name. He said, David. My name's James. He said, David. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch this again. <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was a little bit distracting trying to listen closely with the giant was, running into and, the power lines. And the Jenny laughing hysterically at the power lines. Yeah. And the giant. Well, I'm not sure it was as clear as all that, because Grumpy was kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to call you whatever I want. <laughs> Oh, I just, that was hilarious. I loved seeing the giant run into the power line. <laughs> like, what the heck is this? <laughs> it's uh, true. He'd never seen power lines before. Yeah. Yeah. Or or cars or yeah. all of that stuff. It that was just hilarious seeing. to me. <laughs> How ridiculous would it have been if David had been all like, I'm going to sacrifice myself for everybody. He gets squashed and five seconds later, the giant's not a giant anymore. Yeah, that, that would have yeah. been... That would have stunk. Yeah. yeah. And what a big hole he left. That was a little... I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, he punches through, and then there's this there's round hole that goes on forever. Pit. <laughs> I think it's because the hole punctured through to 
the center the of the earth. <laughs> the oh. caves that are oh. underneath. Maybe. Maybe so. That could be. That's really funny. You know, because it, I've still got the power lines in my head. A giant can't just jump down and make a hole that deep. So he broke through. That's how he kind of collapsed. You would think. It seems like mm-hmm. the whole town could just disappear with that sort of... Yeah, but nobody's <laughs> heavy enough to puncture the... the the ground like that i suppose they would need some machinery for that yeah so um the giant's brother or father was named abraham yeah and the giant himself was named anton did you catch any of the other names no i didn't catch any others i wonder if some of the others they were all jerks anton all of them (laughs) anton isn't a biblical name but abraham is a biblical name so i'm wondering are any of the other names maybe biblical names tied to abraham in the bible like maybe is there an isaac and jacob esau anything like that but um i was mad at the one that crushed the harp yeah yeah he was a jerk but they said that they stopped trading beans with humans because of how they used the beans. So this must have happened many, many years ago. Because remember, it was about 300 years ago that Blue Fairy said to Rumpelstiltskin, who had just lost his son, she said all the other beans got away from them. Or actually, she, she said that to uh, Belfire. I believe, mm-hmm. in the episode, uh, well, the return. And uh, so that has happened hundreds of years ago. And I love that Tiny brings up the question, well, why are we still growing beans? Yeah. yeah. It's because it's what we do. Yeah. I guess they'd forgotten. So they they now have this bean sprout in Storybrook. Did you notice there weren't any female giants? Maybe giants come from eggs, too. <laughs> I thought that no. was really weird because he's the last giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe they grow on beanstalks. <laughs> By the way, speaking of the dwarf egg things, very side <laughs> reference here. Jenny and I have been watching Lord of the Rings. Oh, goodness. And in there, they, is, actually oh referred, they actually referred to dwarfs coming out of the ground. No, no. <laughs> no i just what? this is totally no no, no. Side. let me help let me help you i don't want to spend much time let me help this. you <laughs> okay the dwarf in the lord of the rings was saying that the women dwarves look so similar to the men dwarves that they don't have any i like they can't tell them apart and since they can't tell them apart they can't figure out why the dwarves like how the dwarves keep reproducing and they think that dwarves just pop out of the ground yeah so that's that, the story well, yeah that's what makes me wonder if Kitsis and Horowitz beards. got that idea uh, from Lord of the Rings, or part of that idea, anyway. But back to this episode. Doubtful, <laughs> right, Jeremy? Sure. I'm not taking sides on this. <laughs> so if they can grow beans inside of Storybrooke, what do you think Cora wants with beans? Because obviously this is part of her plan. She's hungry. I think she... <laughs> she needs some fiber in her diet. <laughs> she... I don't know. She just, there's probably some more specific stuff going on, but she just wants all power that she can have. And beans are pretty powerful. Yeah. Mm. And she probably knows that some people want to go home. So people who want that to would control. Be a desirable. Yeah. If you want power, collect. you control whether people can travel or not. That's kind of been shown yeah. through hmm. history. And 
beans are a means of escape. They're something that she needs to control. They're valuable. They're valuable because people will probably want to use them. Itako mm-hmm. Star from the chat room, and that's as good as the pronunciation I'm going to try. We'll get Star <laughs> um, suggests maybe she wants to go back to Wonderland to rule as queen again. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there she wants to rule somewhere. I don't think Regina's really her top priority. This does introduce that now the characters have a way to get back home. Speaking True. of Cora and Regina, do you think that was Cora the entire episode and she has Regina locked away somewhere? <sighs> I don't know. That's that a good question. Cuz she she'd be the only one besides Rumpelstiltskin who could contain Regina. I I think that well, the first scene we saw Regina, I felt like that could have easily been Cora. What scene was that? Um, when Regina comes and knocks on the door. Looking for, uh, looking, looking for, for Henry. Henry. Yeah. Yeah. That the way she talks, it almost sounds like she was trying to cover up that she was set up, but yet she also... I don't know. It's hard. And we'll get a better ideas as we rewatch the episode. Yeah. She wasn't really being herself, but that could just be my imagination. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I mean, there are other spots where it seemed like, yeah, that's definitely Regina and other spots where it's like, yeah, that could be Cora yeah. lying and sounding like, her. I don't like this. Oh, it's hard uh, for now. At the moment, I'm going to assume that everything we saw was actually Regina. And Regina is turning evil again hmm. for the moment. Because uh, uh, during these little hiatus, which, by the way, if you haven't heard our episodes 77 and 78, interviews with Raphael Sabarge and David Anders, you've got to go check them out. But during the hiatus, I was also thinking about Regina's motives and realizing her motive this whole time to be good was to get Henry back. Now that Cora's in town, Cora's basically saying there's another way to get Henry back, and that's to be evil. So Regina has power or a reason again to use her magic. I hope Regina won't Hmm. do that. I hope she doesn't either, but I do really think her only reason for trying to be good is for Henry's sake, not for repenting or anything like that, but just trying to be good to earn Henry back. So what we see here seems like she wants to destroy everything. Like when she went out and talked to the giant, and gave him the the mushroom thing. She said that she wanted the prince killed too. I don't think Cora would have a reason for wanting sure she would. Prince Charming killed. She was friends. She was friends with King George. Therefore, Cora was. Yeah, we don't know that. Oh wait, that was Regina. Yeah, although it's possible Cora and King George were friends, but we don't know that for sure yet. Maybe Cora wants maybe Cora wants James dead because <laughs> because she's doing a favor for Regina. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of doing favors, I want to thank Nasser from Qatar, David Newland, and Aaron Jay for sponsoring this episode of One's Podcast. We really appreciate your support. And seriously, we could not do this podcast without your help. It would be just far too expensive with especially now the server work running costs twice as much. But the website loads a lot faster. It's a lot more stable now. And uh, my server people don't keep emailing me telling me to upgrade because it's now running better. So 
Thank you so much, Nasser, David, and Aaron for your support. We really appreciate it. And if anyone else would like to sponsor an episode of Once Podcast, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. So I think we now know that Gold has to have that shawl with him yes. wherever he goes outside I would of sew that thing down to my <laughs> yeah. shoulders if I were him. <laughs> I would find my favorite shirt and sew it to it. <laughs> I, I wonder if maybe he lost his magic because he took off the shawl, that shawl, that um, brief moment. Uh, or maybe if it's just he hasn't had it at all since leaving Storybook. I would think that. I would think, well, I, I don't know. I guess that remains to be seen. It could have damaged him mm-hmm. somehow taking that off. Yeah. I think I think, I think. think it needs to stay on. Well, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think... I think Let's advise him to keep it. <laughs> I think that he's damaged now because... He took it off. And he yeah. had to take it off for airport security. She could have just said, my dad's old. He needs his scarf. Okay. And things would have been better. Yeah, with those airport security people. Do not What can you hide in a scarf? But that, that was awesome seeing Emma <laughs> say my father about him. Yeah. Which that might be closer than she realized. Oh, and what? since flying recently, I did see a sign... <laughs> In the airport that said elderly people can keep their sweaters and their stuff on. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, Jeremy, so he totally could have kept it on. The thing about um, Gold possibly being Emma's father, sort of. If Neil is Bay, then, well, if Emma and Neil ever get married, then that would make Mr. Gold Emma's father-in-law. Yeah. So her statement about his being her father could be closer to truth than she realizes or that he even realizes need me to run you by that again no i get it now okay okay gold didn't look so good on riding on that plane did he i think he's in shock because he realizes he doesn't have magic yeah he doesn't have his crutch it's scary Mm -hmm. it's like he's jumping through the portal because he's a coward remember hey he is and his magic makes him feel not like a coward, but yeah. he is still a coward. That's I, why he needs his magic. I predict that during the next episode, at the beginning, we will see him freaking out on the plane and totally embarrassing Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I predict that. If it happens, I called it first. Yeah. It did. Oh, by the way, did you notice the nurse that sedated Belle? Yeah, it was the same was... one that that Jefferson knocked out with the tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he could free Belle. She's back. And so speaking of Belle, Belle and the stranger and uh, Greg, I mean, talked and we know now for certain Greg was lying to Emma. Yeah. But I still think that Emma did know he was lying, but kept that to herself just to prevent everyone else from killing Gregory. I don't know. She, <sighs> she, I think she really wanted him to not know. And, and she was, would that make her emotionally involved? Because at this point, it's like, all right, she wants to make sure that nobody does anything stupid, but it's an ongoing situation and she's leaving town. So she really should tell somebody if she thinks that he was lying. Yeah. I mean, at least she would tell, you know, her mom or her dad. By the way, this guy knows everything he saw. Mm. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know. You Um, know. I wonder. 
about Belle. It doesn't look like she looks... It doesn't really look like she likes reading anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I wonder too. what her personality is. We have no idea. Does she remember being locked up is for she, 28 years? Is she cuckoo? Is just is that her personality <laughs> now that she's, you know, she, cursed she's Belle? No doubt confused. I'm surprised and Ruby didn't say name? something like... Well, uh, several people in the chat room asked me to look closely to see if I can read her wristband. Oh. Maybe it will have her real name. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe it will say Belle. She keeps saying, why do you keep calling me that? <laughs> <laughs> now... I want to announce it here. Maybe we're the first people to announce this. Dream Drop Distance suggested a new ship. That is when people want to ship two characters together. Shipping. Yes. Ship them where? To Abu Dhabi? Henry Bond. <laughs> oh, gosh. Henry and Cinnabon. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Guys, there's a Cinnabon here. That is the new... Th- Jenny hasn't had Cinnabon yet. No, I haven't. I printed out a coupon for us, but then discovered our uh, we don't have a Cinnabon very you know close what? to us. Someone once gave me um, a coffee that tastes like... Supposed, supposedly tasted like Cinnabon. They said it was <laughs> heaven in a cup. It was pretty was good. It? it was okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think yeah. the beans I got were kind of old, though. I, I am officially a Henry Bond shipper. Uh, oh. That's one Henry ship Bond. I will go for. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. Dream Drop Distance, you get credit for that, and I hope you're, you're the first person to think of that, and I hope we're the first person to break this breaking news. <laughs> uh, anything else to talk about this episode in our initial reactions? And, of course, we will get into this in much more depth and grab screenshots and sound clips and your feedback and all of that in our full discussion this week. But, Jeremy, Jenny, anything else that stood out to you this episode? How does he know so much about life outside Storybrooke? Who? Henry. uh, He's had access to the internet. I suppose. So, maybe, you know, his friends have emailed, said, hey, have you heard of this place called Cinnabon? Maybe he has a pen pal. (laughs) Maybe uh, it's for someone like him, young, precocious, curious. <laughs> he found who's your mommy or who's your mama or whatever <laughs> it was <laughs> dot org uh, and found Emma. So he's familiar with the internet. So I think he maybe somewhere in storybook, there's a Cinnabon stand. <laughs> maybe he was really excited though to get yeah. some. I love that he said extra icing was part of what made it the best day ever for him. Oh, that's what was in his little box. Mm -hmm. Oh, their icing is so good. (laughs) It looks like a cake. Cinnabon, you want to sponsor a podcast? Call me. (laughs) And we have a new food for once upon a time party. Yes. Hey, the cinnamon Cinnamon. theme theme continues. (gasps) You're right. Oh, Oh. my goodness. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, <laughs> by the way, I want to shout out to several people who have left really nice iTunes reviews for us. 2D108, uh, D. Clements427, Fee78 from Australia, Jesus Seeker 1287 apparently there are 1,286 other Jesus Seekers, Rumple Love and Morning Fire. Thank you so much for your iTunes reviews. We really appreciate it. Hey, everybody else, if you haven't reviewed us yet in iTunes, we'd really appreciate it if you would. It helps encourage us and it helps other people find the podcast too. Go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. And if you already have reviewed us maybe a long time ago then go to there sort the reviews by recent and mark the ones as helpful that you like and let's so show some support for the people who are also supporting us so thank you so much for those itunes reviews we really appreciate it they encourage us and uh, thank you 
thank you, and thank you. There's three thank yous from all three of us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Also coming up will be our next Once Upon a Time roundtable. We're really excited about this. We had a lot of fun the first time. We'll have even more fun this time. So join us at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus 5, on February 27th. It will be on Google+. So follow us on Google+, or watch the blog at oncepodcast.com for the announcement and link to that event. So you can watch us talk about Once Upon a Time with other Once Upon a Time podcasters. You can check out that full list, by the way, at oncepodcast.com slash morepodcasts. That will be on Wednesday, February 27th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus 5 on Google+. We want your feedback for our full discussion about this episode, Tiny. Our episode, our discussion will not be tiny. So send us your feedback. Email feedback at oncepodcast.com. Your feedback should not be tiny either. Well, tiny, well, it shouldn't be it shouldn't giant. Be. It, it should be a good size. Yeah. We like feedback. Tiny to human size. It works well. And you can also call to leave a message on our voicemail line at 903-231-2221. Or you can go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message link to record a message right from your computer. And you can also go to our forums and discuss this episode and all the other episodes with all of the other Once Upon a Time fans that listen to this podcast. Go to oncepodcast.com slash forums. Now, I've given out a lot of links, but all of that information, even our P.O. box, is on the website at oncepodcast.com. So if you're ever unsure what our Twitter is or our Facebook or our forums or anything like that, it's all on oncepodcast.com. Everything's there so you can follow us, connect with us send us feedback that's all there so check that out at oncepodcast.com and show notes for this episode if you want to comment on this will be at oncepodcast.com slash 78 and be sure to join us for our live show full discussion this wednesday at 8 30 p.m eastern standard time gmt minus five at oncepodcast.com slash live so you can follow us on Twitter at once podcast and I'm Daniel J. Lewis you can follow me on Twitter at the ramen noodle I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at Twitter.com slash Jenny Snook. So make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast to receive these episodes automatically. And remember, don't cross the town line, or else David Nolan will come after you with his animal rescue van. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And especially big thanks to our sponsor, Simul TV. Check them out at oncepodcast.com slash S-I-M-U-L-T-V.